Hi there. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast with me, Russell Davis. This week we're looking at the subject of hope. Some people are scared of being hopeful. They want to get hopeful, then they're setting up themselves for a downfall. To get their hopes up and things don't happen, they're going to feel even more devastated. If they don't get your hopes up, you can't be disappointed. It seems plausible and realistic, but is it actually helpful? Is it helpful? Well, let's dive in and find out. worried that they have a lot of negative or fearful thinking and that might impact their outcome and chances of getting pregnant. But there's also a fear of being hopeful, scared of getting our hopes up, scared of allowing yourself to get excited about the possibility and it may happen, I guess because of fear of a, a bigger downfall. Don't get your hopes up, because if you get your hopes up and it doesn't happen, it'd be even more painful if it doesn't happen. So if you don't get your hopes up, then you can't be disappointed. It's like a protection mechanism for experience in the future. And we completely relate to this. Even when we got our positive pregnancy test, we didn't want to believe it. We didn't want to get our hopes up. We were at home and my wife did it out. She never believed she was pregnant. We weren't consciously trying at that time, given up, trying naturally. Um, told one a billion chance would happen naturally. But she had the symptoms and she was late and her period is unusual. And so she did a test to rule it out. And obviously quite shocked when it was positive. She did another one and it was positive. And so we called a gynecologist we were working with at the time and um, been working for many years, 10 years. Um, he was a private gynecologist, he was a friend. He had literally become a friend. My wife had started working with him as a clinical assistant. Um, his practice was pretty close to us. And it's about kind of seven o'clock at night and we just called him and said, Trevor, Trevor, what do we do? Um, he said, Look, I'm out for dinner at the moment, uh, back at the house about nine, come around then. He had a clinic in his house as well. So we go around and... <laughs> He gave another test to do, and obviously his were much better quality than my wife bought the cheapest she could in the clinic in the chemist because she didn't think it was needed or just ruling it out. And it was positive. It gave a few more, and we still didn't want to believe it. And naturally, could it understand where we were, at, where we were. And he said, "Look, I'll do a blood test." To the blood test, we got the results uh, the next day or the day after, because late that night, um, and it was confirmed it was positive. But still, we didn't want to get our hopes up. When can you start to relax on this journey? Even if you've got a positive pregnancy test. As you know, the early days, you know, it's it's very risky. When can you relax? Is it the 12-week scan? In the UK, we typically have our first scan in the 12, 12 weeks. That's what the, natural, the um, National Health Service provides. Um, but thankfully, Trevor could see how wide we were. We need a lot of early scans. It's natural to have this fear of getting hopeful, fear of getting our hopes up, because we want to prevent the downfall. 
We're trying to prevent an experience in the future. We're trying to make sure we feel okay. We're trying to avoid pain and grief. But we're living in fear as a result of that. So instead of potential future pain and grief, we have present fear. At the end of the day, you can't control your state of mind. It's whether we feel hopeful or even negative or fearful or anxious, it doesn't matter how we feel. It's never the problem. The feeling is never the problem. It's our relationship with it. It's the meaning we take from it. You can feel anxious, it's absolutely fine. Anxiety and stress don't have the impact, don't have the power to impact your physiology and even your fertility, unless you think it does. If you're stressed about being stressed, then you've got a problem. And you start beating yourself up or getting anxious about it, then we just stack more and more stuff on the stress. That traps it into our system. That's not helpful. We're not designed, our body's not designed to be living in that low-level constant stress. Stress is part of the fight-or-flight syndrome. It's to be dealt with in a short-term thing and move on. And if we allow the stress, if we're not scared of stress, not scared of any psychological experience, even hope, we're not scared of hope. If we're not scared of hope, we'll feel it and it just moves on, doesn't stay forever. No feeling can stay with us forever, even if we wanted it to. We tend to have a different relationship with positive feelings, we do negative feelings. You might feel hopeful or happy or joyful in a moment and feel nothing about it, or peace, even just peace of mind, and think nothing on it. It comes and it goes. We have other experiences like fear, anxiety, or even in this instance, hope, and we've got a lot of thinking about it. Well, we should be having that feeling. It's okay to be feeling that. Or is it a problem? We have a lot of thinking about our experience. And our human biology, our human psychology is designed to have experiences come and go like clouds on a breeze, like weather systems. If we allow it, if we stop interfering with the system, and we interfere with the system by struggling with our experience. The moment we stop struggling with our experience, thinking it's bad or wrong or problem, or wishing it wasn't there, or resenting it, trying to fix it or change it, the moment we stop struggling with our experience, even if it's hope, we can feel it and it can move on. And the fresh experience is always coming in. And the fresh experience, our thinking, is always moving back to peace. A sense of well-being, whatever happens. A sense of possibility. In my experience, that's not overtly positive or overtly negative. It's more neutral sense of okayness, a sense of being, yeah, a sense of possibility. So what if you don't need to manage your state of mind? What if it doesn't matter if you're hopeful? In the same way, it doesn't matter if you're anxious or fearful. Nothing can predict the future. Just because you're feeling hopeful doesn't mean you're setting yourself up for a downfall. Whatever happens in the future, you have no idea how you're going to feel about it. Our resources show up in the moment we need them. 
so you can forget to remember to think about the future. Come back to the here and now. Just notice what you're noticing and that's okay. True freedom is not never feeling anxious or fearful or sad. True freedom is not caring how you feel. Not caring how you feel. And not letting your feelings dictate to you. Not acting from your feelings. True freedom is just noticing your feelings, but not really paying attention to them. Not taking any meaning from them. Whatever happens, you'll be okay. Whatever you're feeling now, just allow it. It's a thought in this moment moving through your system. Clouds on a breeze. Allow them to come and go. You're not the clouds. You're not your feelings. You're not your thoughts. You're the sky. You're the the potential to have thoughts and feelings. Which is an amazing human experience to have. Amazing human ability to have, to have thoughts and feelings. To have imagination. We have the potential to create thoughts and feelings. We're not the thoughts and feelings. Our conscious awareness is the part of us that is aware of our human experience. That's of who we are, that's who we are. So if you feel hopeful, allow yourself to feel hopeful. If you feel anxious, that's okay. Allow yourself to feel anxious, you're human. And you may be surprised as you allow your experiences to move through you, how much more time you find yourself in a sense of peace. It's a well-being that feels more grounded.